there. Hey, and thank you for tuning in to this Tuesday pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is Tuesday, the day after Monday. So much closer to Friday. Let's go. Three more days left to the end of the week, and I'm looking forward to the weekend already. You can't work so hard that you forget that there's a weekend off, right? You can't work so hard that you forget to enjoy the time that you're not at work. So let us relish in that. Today is another day, another opportunity for you to reflect on your star power. So you reflect on where you've been and where you're going. That mirror in your bathroom, on your phone, in your car, in your bedroom, in your living room. I'm hoping it's not in your kitchen because that would be weird. But the mirror that you're looking at is a reflection of where you've been and where you're going. You are a star and your life can be joy, light, and life. So I dare you to find that with me. Yes, you can decide you want to learn a new language. Yes, you can decide you want to change your job. Yes, you can decide you want to change your career. You want to major in something different at school. Maybe you want to pursue a master's. Maybe you want to change your favorite pizza or start reading a mystery series or start becoming a video gamer or start writing code. Maybe you want to learn a new language. You want to learn Mandarin. Maybe you want to move to Japan. Maybe you want to move to Italy. Whatever you want to do, you can do that. If you want to find a new hobby, whatever you're thinking about, go ahead and do it and don't worry about it. That's the point. Yes, you can. Do anything you put your mind to. Following that is never give up. If you give up, how are you going to get to the best part of the story? Because typically the best part of the story is at the end, right? Serendipity, all these love stories, all these great movies. They don't get to the best part of the movie at the beginning of the movie. That's kind of not how things work. We can't be assuming we're going to get to the best part of anything without having to go through something. And never give up is a, a, a saying from no other than John Cena. And, and I really, truly believe in that and I have hope in that and nothing but positivity and believing in exactly what he's saying, right? And I take it very seriously. Outside of that, why not today? Because procrastination and indecisiveness isn't going to get you anywhere. And I struggle with indecisiveness every day trying to come up with a decision and being satisfied with it. This past weekend on Saturday, I was desperately trying to decide between a Nashville hot chicken wrap at... Um, AC Peterson's or a turkey chicken club or turkey club wrap at AC Peterson's and I ended up getting the chicken and then when I was eating it I was thinking I should have got turkey like I feel like I always do that to myself and it doesn't matter Um, I'm just a very extremely indecisive person that can't make up their mind about anything so I sit there and I wonder 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 I I do it all the time but I've been better at just making decisions and just going with it If you don't call your mom, if you don't finish that book, if you don't complete watching that series, if you don't do the things that are important, when are you going to get to them? That's the question, right? Never. Moving into the next part of our conversation, let's get to some of these headlines. I kind of want to change the conversation. And what do I mean by that? I want to ask you some questions, specifically about weather and climate change and education and race. That's how I want to start off this Tuesday. No media allowed. No media allowed. No media allowed. The letter was the letter was anyway. So I could just get into the fact that Joe Biden's an idiot. He can't talk right. And Kamala Harris is his backup. And she's worse than he is, even though he can't walk upstairs. And he doesn't even know what day it is. Forgot he went to Ireland. 
and he is an embarrassment to the entire United States of America. Anybody that is suggesting that that man is right in the head probably needs to go to a psychiatrist as well. I'm just saying. When we think about weather, do you actually think that it is connected to climate? Have we forgotten how weather works? Why is it when a a natural disaster happens or a tornado or a hurricane or it's hotter than it was? Why is it when things like that occur around the world, just not the United States of America? The reaction of these lunatic people is that the world's going to end in seven years. Does anybody remember when AOC said that the world was going to end pretty quickly? But remember when it didn't? Remember when the other one that's like 17 years old said a bunch of things too about how the world was going to end in six years? But six years went by and we're still here. These people that have end dates on when everything is going to be over or we're going to be in some utopia of death and destruction and we're going to burn this planet alive. What's the proof here? What's the proof that weather isn't weather? Why do these people want to go around fear-mongering everybody, telling you that you can't use a stove, you cannot use your dishwasher the same, you need to buy a new uh, washing machine and dryer, and now you need to figure out a way how you're going to support having a... How you're going to support having a Tesla or another expensive electric vehicle like our normal everyday citizens in the United States of America that are just trying to survive going to be the ones that figure out how to spend hundreds of thousand dollars on vehicles they can't afford people can barely afford to have cars with gas how do you think you're going to convince these people that are barely affording to get around think that we're in trouble here the pause is because how does john Kerry get on a private plane and then tell people that you need to stop eating out of a gas stove okay bacon's not going to taste the same and i like gas i like gas in my car i like knowing there's gas stations i've seen the electrical stations that they have in the state i have they don't have enough of them for everybody to get these kind of cars and the idea just the fucking idea that these people are fear-mongering and pushing this grift onto everybody else is insane to me because i can't help feeling like this isn't working right this isn't this is not helpful and it's not useful 
for you to go around mocking people, telling them that, hey, if if you don't invest yourself, your time, your energy, your money, your salary into something that you can't afford, you're killing the planet. And another problem with this fear mongering with climate that they continue to do day after 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 day because they do it every day right we know it we can see it they can't hide it the fear mongering that they do every day that I have to be a witness to every day it's not gonna work the countries around the world are laughing at America they're laughing at the United States because it's not going to work. I mean, why would we give any power to the crown? And why would we give any power to England with weather in the United States? The idea of that just sounds insane, right? The idea that we would give any power to England sounds crazy, does it? Doesn't it? Except last week on national television, they admitted they were going to be moving over to giving them power. I don't want the government deciding where and where, when and where I can go somewhere. I want to be able to make those decisions on my own. They're grifting from climate to race to intelligence for the elite and they're all in it the media george soros his son the biden's the democratic party even the republican party they're all in it <coughs> the only losers here is the middle class which is the class that gets taxed and doesn't get anything for it the only president that decided to help the middle class was donald trump and they figured out a way to get rid of him during COVID, where they blamed him because they said he didn't do something correctly. No, you got rid of Trump because you couldn't control him. And you only want a following sheep. That's all you like, which is why they all love Biden. That man can barely walk. I feel like this is like illegal. And it's elder abuse. But that's just me. What do I know? It's really sad that they do race, too, because black people kill black people in Chicago every day and nobody's talking about it. So what are we doing, man? Why are we pretending like this is not a thing? Why are we pretending like black people don't shoot black people in Queens and Jamaica, Queens and Brooklyn and all these areas in L.A. and Portland, Maryland and Michigan and Chicago? Like I said earlier, because I keep going back to Chicago because it's primarily on the south side. Pe- hundreds of people are dying a day and they don't ever make it on the news even where i live in the next in the city i live in nobody talks about it it's not big enough for it to be news when black people kill black people or when white people kill white people Honestly, it's crazy, it's insane, and we need to get over it. I'm not giving these people a way out. Moving on from all that, the beginning of the show, 
to some of the other these other clusters that I've noticed is Gavin Newsom getting the mic to take over for Joe Biden. I feel like they're waiting too long to get rid of Joe Biden, but it's entertaining. The fake media continues to protect the corrupt left globalist because they're part of the corrupt left globalist. So, of course, they're going to protect them. We keep pretending like we're not in China, but we are. Honestly. I feel like Gavin Newsom sucks. We all know it. The media sucks. We all know it. We all know the elite is winning and the middle class is dying. How much does Whoopi Goldberg get paid to attack white people? Clearly a lot of money. Because she doesn't really talk about the south side of Chicago. She doesn't talk about gang violence, the problem with rap music, and the problem with people that are black, that are succeeding, like herself, Michelle Obama, the other Barack Obama, and the other successful black people that exist in reality. She leaves all of them out of it when she talks about white police attacking black people. But what about black people that are endangering other people? Because they can do that too. Like this race bait is just a shame. And I'm over it. And Whoopi Goldberg is embarrassing. She's way too old for her to be doing whatever she's doing it I think Whoopi Goldberg's embarrassing. Are dishwashers the issue? No, the issue isn't dishwashers. Just like I talked about at the beginning of the conversation on No Media today, it's not climate. Dishwashers don't have anything to do with the climate, right? These things do not matter enough for them to be talking about it. This is all a distraction because they're trying to lie about stupid Joe Biden that can't walk upstairs and his son is a drug-addicting fool. That's a corrupt liar and a rogue agent for the United States of America. And I know people listening to this have seen James Bond. And I know you've seen CIA movies. And you've seen these things. And you know what the CIA and the FBI does in the United States of America. Maybe the FBI should be going after the Biden administration and the Democrats. But they don't want to do that because that's how they get paid. They get bonuses and they get a lot of things that are pretty nice. But you know who doesn't get any of that? The middle. You know who suffers? The middle. You know who doesn't get to have an opinion? The middle. So what's the point of being in the middle? Why would I want to live an ordinary middle life if I'm going to get punished for it? In fact, I'm not going to do that. So suck it. Goodbye. Um, I won't miss you. That's my response to that. Dishwashers aren't the problem. The electric stoves aren't the problem. And the washing machines aren't the problem. The problem is that the Democratic far leftist lunatic progressive party 
doesn't have anything to talk about anymore. If they're not exploiting your children in a classroom, telling them that they can be whatever sexuality that they want, they can't. If they're not misusing people's mental mental issues to hype up their party, then they're lying to you about how you cook your food and what you drive. That's what they're doing. Finally, the mayor of... New York is such an embarrassment. When that man talks, he says so many stupid things. He's talking about the race of his skin. What That guy's black like me when he was talking about the dude from the train. Like, if you're a politician, you have to see everybody gray. If, if you do anything, like, especially with politics or you're in media at all, you have to see no color. It's not about color. It's about talent. And if you can't turn that on and you can... Like actually see people's ability and their, and their, their, who they are and their talent, then you're missing out because some people have a lot to offer. Some people aren't ordinary. Some people have more than others. You really have to turn on your ability to read people and get to know them better, not just turn everything off when you notice that they're a different shade or a different color. That's the problem. Until we do a better job, I'm not sure where this goes. But he is an embarrassment. The idea that he's blaming people in New York for looking at the media and saying that they don't feel safe. They're not safe. They can't go on trains. They can't walk down the street. They can't get anything to eat without the government telling them that they're going to make the pizza restaurants not make pizza in certain, like, fire ovens, right? They're going to get rid of that. And not only are they going to get rid of that, but they're not going to criminalize people doing crimes. Like committing murder, stealing, robbing, robbing people, raping people. Any of these things I'm saying are no longer crimes. How do we do this? How do we sit here and we lie about this? That's my question. And I don't know. But listening to that man insult New York like that really pisses me off. And I'm just glad I don't live there. Because if I did live there, I'd be moving out of there. Just saying. The tea of the day is don't apologize for being bright. There's a lot of stupid, idiotic people out there that want to steal your joy, tell you what you can't do, point out all the things that they consider important when they're not and they want to just ruin your day and stamp all over your happiness and you know what you need to do with those people tell them bye if you want to be miserable if you want to second guess yourself if you want to stand there and act like you're better than everybody else go ahead but you know what i don't have to listen to you and if you want to try to demean me and insult me and make me feel bad about myself i could take my stuff and i can go it's just that simple I am no longer going to be that person and you listening should no longer be the person that's going to allow yourself to become a victim of somebody else's hatred. There's no point in that. You can't save everything. You can't save every person and you have to understand that you can disconnect yourself and you can back away. If it's not working out, it's not working out. There's that. Don't change yourself for anybody else. Don't apologize for being bright. Because a lot of these people that you think are stupid are stupid. There's that. Just saying.
It's true. Moving on from the T, which is don't dim your light, back to black. So my hair is dark. It's like a dark shade of brown, which I like. It's lighter on the ends. It's not as straight as I wanted. She did a, what is it called? She did a, um, not a relaxer, a, um, a texturizer. And I don't really like it. I wanted my hair straight. But she said she was nervous about putting on the relaxer because I bleached my hair a lot. So I guess that's a better way from all my hair not to fall out. So I guess I appreciate that. It's just I wanted my hair ridiculously straight. And now I'm going to have to straighten it again. And it's going to take me longer. So I don't know. I don't know. Don't get it. But I like my hair. I'm I've switched to hair products, so I've uh switched to this thing called Design Designer uh Beauties or something like that. Um, because my hair is no longer natural because I did put a texturizer in it so it is no longer natural now so i did switch um products i did have uh i don't know like i had all this different hair stuff and i was playing around with it during covid and i started going to kyle when he was bleaching my hair last year he told me to throw it all out I did I ordered Lust Brands because I thought that was going to help me with my curls. It didn't. I gave that to my mom. And I haven't really been messing around with any other hair stuff. Um, just, it's not, you know, my thing. Like, and, and I wish I could tell you, like, every hair thing is for every person, but it's not. Like, sometimes it'll work for some people, and then sometimes it won't work for some people. That's the thing about it. It's... It's hair. Either it's working or it's not. And I don't want to tell you that one thing is better than another because I don't know if it is. All I can tell you is that So what is it called? Let me tell you. Because, you know, I forgot the name of this. And I legitimately just ordered it. And I already forgot the name of it. This is how bad I am about ordering hair products. But 
I'm really excited with it because I want to see how it works with my hair. Now, I ordered the shampoo and I ordered the conditioner. And I'm excited because I want to see if it really, you know, it works out the way that I, I wanted it to. Like, is it going to be exactly what I wanted? So we're going to find out if it is. But, um... It's called the Design Essentials, and I ordered the shampoo and the conditioner, and I ordered a bunch of things as well for my hair, and I'm excited to see how it works with the texture. Um, I'm trying it out because I asked the hairdresser and my best friend if it works, and they both said yes. So taking that into consideration, I think I'll give it a try. I haven't really been using anything else with my hair. I don't really trust products anymore after that lust because I almost really damaged the front of my hair using that. So I'm trying to be safe than sorry. And um, if I could last 14 weeks without getting another like touch up, let's see what happens. I don't think it's going to be that short, but that long, but we'll see what happens. Um, but I, I'm really excited about design essentials and hopefully it does what it's supposed to do. The relaxer does feel good, but I wanted it straighter. So I don't know if maybe I can convince her the next time I go in, like, hey, can we do something to make it straighter? I'll see what happens. Um, nail boo update. Nail boo's dead. Like, I went to the nail salon and I got my nails done. Because I did nail boo and I tried to do it for like three weeks and I kept having to put it back on. Now, I don't know if that's because I didn't do it correctly. I watched a lot of YouTube reviews. I looked at the nail blue videos. I followed the directions and did everything that they said. And then it just kept coming off. And I did the top coat layer, which is supposed to protect it and keep it on longer. But again, it just came off. I don't know if it just didn't effectively work with my nails. And then I bit through my nails and I had to get a full set put on. And I went through all this crap and I had to spend a lot of money on my nails to get them done again. So I'm learning from my mistakes and I'm not going back to Nail Boo to do my own nails. I'll bring my Nail Boo dips with me in the nail shop, but I'm not doing them by myself. I learned my lesson and I'm done. Um, I was considering switching my nail salons because... I don't know. The person doing my nails, like, it just, I don't know. I, I feel awkward going there. And it's just, I just don't like the idea that I have to keep switching up, like, the nail shop, the hair thing. It's just, it's just never ending. And, like, I found a chick that I liked doing my nails, but then she canceled my appointments. And that was in 2019. So I started going to this one. And I, I'm not... I don't want to go back to someone that was rude. And I don't know if I want to go to another person that might be the same thing. So honestly, I think I'm just going to stay with the nail salon that I have. Letting bad things go. You can't hold on to the past and you can't hold on to a situation that didn't work. So if something was bad, if a situation wasn't good, let it go. Just let, let it go. Don't think about it. Don't worry about it. Don't get anxiety over it. Don't feel like you didn't do something correctly. If it's not working, it probably wasn't you. Maybe it was the situation. Sometimes people lie about things. They pretend something some one way when it's not. And they're trying to get you to do something that's probably not in your betterment. And you don't know that until you are in that situation. But let bad things go. Praying is the only way. That you can release your stress, your pain, your anxiety. That you can be grateful, humble, and desire happiness. I don't know where I would be if I couldn't pray to God or Jesus Christ. I think I'd be a very sad, lost person. 
and I'm not going to apologize for being Christian and I'm definitely not going to apologize for being Catholic. You might not be listening to this podcast because you care about my religion, but I'm very happy about my religion and I take it very seriously. I go to church every Sunday. I'm highly involved with my congregation and my church and it's not just another thing for me. It's my community, it's my parish, and it's my life. It's all one thing. If I couldn't pray to God, I don't know what I'd do. I, I would be lost. Because prayer is praying, knowing that one way or another, he will answer that prayer. It might not be the way you want it to be, but your prayers will be answered. When I was going through that polycystic ovary syndrome, I thought I was never going to recover from it. And I would just pray to God that there'd be a miracle some way, somehow. And here it goes. Here's the miracle. When I was in another situation with a bad environment, a working environment, I prayed that God would give me an opportunity. And yesterday I started that new opportunity. I worked so hard for that. And I'm so excited and proud of myself that I understood what my value is. I know what my worth is. And I'm not apologizing for that. I'm moving forward. I'm going up the ladder. I'm not looking down and I'm not second guessing myself. I deserve to be happy too. I deserve to live a very full life. And I deserve to have all the things that I've worked hard for. And so do you. We like to tell ourselves what we can't do because typically that's what we hear from others. But we need to learn to tell ourselves what we can do. Because if we can do things, then anything is possible. But praying is the only way. Back to what I was saying. I prayed about finding something new for a career and it worked. I prayed about polycystic ovary syndrome and it worked. I prayed that God would shine some light on me on what to do about a living situation and some property popped up on uh, Zillow and maybe that'll happen. Maybe it won't, but it's just positivity. It's just a, it's just an awareness that things can change. Prayers do work and that you have to trust in something. Now you might not want to trust in God. You might not want to believe in God. I can't make you do anything, but if you're looking for a way to get closer and, and deeply connected, then I definitely do recommend prayer. Recovering from a nightmare. I don't really know if there's a recovery from a nightmare. You need to know that you were sleeping. In some ways, nightmares freak me out because when you're in the nightmare, it's like you're unaware that it's not real. You think it's real. So I don't know if there's an easy way out of that. Honestly, watch something funny if you had a nightmare or read something funny or tell yourself a joke. I really think that's the best way to do it. Moving into watching things with Star Watch Talk. A Man Called Otto that's available on uh, Netflix. So I guess I'll finally watch it. Night Agent Season 2. I don't know if they're coming out with a Season 2. But hopefully with this writer's block. I don't know what's coming out. SWAT. That looks okay. There's a Charmed um, show on Netflix that I think I started watching. But I don't remember. So I'm going to have to start that from the beginning. Maybe at some point. I did start watching Is It Cake, and I'm obsessed. Married at First Sight, I am so far behind on that. I don't even know where to begin. Pressure Cooker, mm, I saw him start watching that. Vesper, Betrayal, Perfect Husband. Mm, I don't know if I'm going to watch that. That sounds like complicated. It's really not my thing. Moving into food. But I already have so much to watch with Skip. But like we're really like taking our time watching things because there's a writer's block. So we don't know when things are going to get cut off, disconnected, 
and we're just taking it day by day and and things that I really wanted to see the last season to are probably not coming out like you just got to prepare yourself for that moving into food homemade salsa you basically take onions diced tomatoes uh, uh chilies peppers I mean you could add a fruit in there if you want maybe some pineapple or some mango um definitely want to add in some jalapenos for some uh heat you put that in a blender add some olive oil and maybe a little bit of hot sauce just for the red color mix that boom you just made salsa obviously you if you want a lot of salsa i would make that in a KitchenAid blender not just the smaller one but there's so many ways you can get creative with sauces and there's so much many different flavors you can make the sky is the limit honestly with homemade salsa avocados there's different flavors of it. There's different ways to mix it into different things. I say go for it. Don't eat out every day. You can't eat out every day or you're going to get really sick and your stomach's going to hurt. So, like, limit that. Smoothies for breakfast is probably a, uh, an amazing way to start your day. Garlic, butter, shrimp. That does sound good. Bacon, brie, crescent, wreath. I saw a recipe for it on Pinterest and I decided to talk to you about it. So, you're making, like, a brie but it's in the shape of a crescent wreath. So if you find the recipe on Pinterest, give it a try and see if you can make it. I don't think I'm that creative, but you never know you try it. And finally, cheesy zucchini noodles. Anything zucchini noodles, I just want to eat it because it's healthy, and we'll see what happens. Thank you for tuning in to this Tuesday edition of Born to be a Star. And don't forget that you are a star wherever you are, and I will see you same place same time right back here tomorrow on wednesday bye don't forget your star wherever you are try some of those cheesy zucchini noodles and don't forget to drink your 64 to 120 ounces of water today really you get to decide how much you want to drink or how much you don't want to drink do you want to be overloaded with water or what do you think i'll see you tomorrow same place same time bye